game Marcus. Yes. You like video games? Yes, I do. You like striking vipers? Of course. All right. Well, this is this is Bieber's in America, a video game podcast where we talk about Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Time Travelers, Mist. Mist. That's not a fighting game. Oh yeah. Street Fighter Three, Street Fighter Three Second Strike. One Must Fall, 2097. Do you remember that game? No, <clears throat> uh, Primal Rage, Killer Instinct. Yo, One Must Fall was awesome. It was like a disc game back in the disc days, where like you got inside. It was like um, not Chappie, but the other Hugh Jackman robot movie, where he's the fighting robot. Striking Vipers. Yes, where you got inside a robot and you fought and stuff. It was cool. I mean, I really think Chappie is an underrated movie. I know. You you said. I know. We've, we've yeah. Man. Um, yeah, so Zebras in America, episode 95. 95, all right. Yeah, we're, uh, today was so hot that we decided to, do, to record in Central Park. Man, in my... honor of Ava DuVernay's new TV show that, that neither of us are watching. Correct. I think, uh, why? Because someone's saying that right now. Uh, I just, I, I'll speak for myself. I I'm saw the documentary already. That, which which is really good, and the I read the book. The documentary is excellent. The book is excellent too. I also just think <clears throat> this is kind of becoming like a genre, which is a weird genre to me, considering specifically, not to fully make this about myself, but I like to think, not like to think, but I fit the description of a lot of folks who get into issues with, with the police and are either killed or falsely accused or blah you blah were, blah you were literally and, uh, you were literally a little nervous to record here in central park today well i mean um <laughs> no i just yeah from like everything like the the hate you give and what's the other one i'm not thinking of right now blindside uh, blindside there's always it's just becoming it's becoming a genre and it's like profitable and yeah i don't know i'm also not the biggest like as a director, Alfred DuVernay like fan. I like Ava DuVernay's not... movie about the good life. Oh, sure. Which I didn't even know that was her until you told me. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah. she was like she was like a rapidy rapper at first. Yeah, right. A long time with, ago. With Mahershala. I wonder if they collaborated. If what would it be like if they collaborated on a song? I mean, Mahershala is a very strange rapper as a rapper. Yeah. Yo, do you listen to Hus Kingpin? No. He's like. He is legitimately the offspring of Rock Marciano, but he's like on the on the come up. He does a lot of work with DJ Muggs, and Marshala did recently did like the intro to his album. He did like a call in skit or whatever. It was it's kind of it was so random. But, so you yeah. made me watch the first episode. I made you. Yes. Oh, all right. You were like, please watch this. Oh, I was. I was texting you a lot. You texted me hundreds of memes about dueling vipers, the striking vipers, D- double fisted cobras. Oh boy. Yeah. Counting cobras. Yes. Striking lizards. So the the new the first episode of the new season of Black, Black Mirror, Mirror. Yes. Which is a show that I stopped wearing, watching in season 1. But oh. I will I will what? Why? Cuz I don't really care for it. I don't think it's oh. that good. You know, it's, it's not for me. You know what's messed and up? I, the it, one thing I will say though is that I texted my friend who's a director and who who will not be named. Mhm. The I had just watched this ep- that episode with Daniel Kalula. Oh like, yeah, yeah, the American like, Idol one. I was like, watch out for this dude. He's going places. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to say. This is foreshadowing uh, for yeah, yeah for right. something. Yeah, but I was going to say, well, off record before we started recording. I feel like I don't know why I've given up on. I'm someone who like if I start something, I'll just finish it with with shows. And the thing about like Black Mirror. Rolls. I'd never liked pizza rolls, even when I was 300, almost no, 370 pounds. you sent me a video the other day of this guy just eating no, pizza rolls. No, I like people eating pizza rolls. I'm not eating that shit. But um, no, what I was trying to say is, Black Mirror, eight and a half times out of ten, the outcome is, oh, just kidding, it was all a simulation in your head, Truman Show, ha ha ha, and where, then the credits roll. Yeah, where this one is just like these two... It, it's in that vein. This one two, is kind of in that vein. What type of vein? These two friends... A penis vein. <laughs> These two friends get into a video game where they're playing a male and a female character and the male and the female character start having sex with each other. Yes. 
and the internet was aflame with memes they, about they, this. They, they really were. Which just and, and I'm guilty of it too. It just it's, it brings about this like immaturity. You sent me um, 300 memes. I didn't send you 300. 20. Probably 100. Like many, you sent me many yeah. memes about this. They were good. The, the some of these memes were were really good. And you know, nat- naturally, this episode it's about you know broad strokes, but like masculinity, hiding your vulnerability and sensitivity. And you know, I just sexuality. It was, I and thought all it wasn't stuff. very good. I, uh-huh. I thought it missed the mark. A little, yeah. It didn't know that whether like the characters were actually gay men or yeah. or what was going on. And then the the ending where the wife is like, "All right, you can continue to have virtual reality sex with your friend if I can go out into the world and have sex with other men." I don't know. I just was like, this yeah. is weird. Well, that was kind of interesting. It was just like the opposite of woke. It was very slept. Yeah, but what's funny is a lot of people are going to call it woke. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people like surface level wokeosity. They definitely do. Surface level wokeosity is much easier than... That'd be a good movie, wokeosity. Yeah. Like virtuosity. Remember that movie? With Denzel Washington and 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 a young Russell Crowe before Crow. youngish before he was the Russell Crowe that we know today. Yeah, it was before before Gladiator after Romper Stumper. Yes, before he threw Azalea Banks out of his apartment. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. So yeah, so you had me watch that movie, that yeah. TV show, and of things you recommended me this week that I watched. It's not my favorite. Okay, but in all fairness, this is different. Unlike movies or certain things, I didn't. I wasn't like, "Hey, you're gonna love it." Let's let's put that up there too. It wasn't like, "Yo, this is so awesome," or "Oh my god, this is great." It was just, watch this. I could barely finish it. I had to force <laughs> myself to finish it. Okay. I was just not real. It wasn't for me. I, yeah. I stopped. Wa- I just don't really like. I know this is like unpopular, but I don't like Twilight Zone. I definitely don't like the Twilight Zone remake. I definitely didn't like the Twilight Zone movie. I didn't like Tales from the Crypt. I did like Tales from the Crypt. Bordello oh, you didn't. Blood. You did, but wait, you didn't like. Oh, fuck Dennis Miller. You didn't like um, the Twilight Zone movie, really? No, that's not true. Well, I don't. I, or maybe I, some of the stories. I like the. I like the story that didn't kill Jennifer Lay's dad. Okay, so you like three out of the four? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't John Landis direct it? Uh, part in his scene with a helicopter that was the one yeah rest in peace Vic Morrow he he was a really good actor and oh it's young Uh, (laughs) Morgan hey as long as it's young oh he's got food too (laughs) yo you're mean (laughs) see what happens a guy guy loses a little weight thinks he's hot shit wait what the hell who's that yo what the fuck oh shit Mikkel? Yo. Oh my god. Mikkel? Is that Marcus Penn and Scott Thura of Mik- Zebras in America fame? Mikkel, what oh, are you shit, doing? Oh shit, it's Mikkel. It's former guest I was just running Mikhail. in my denim short jeans. In Central wow. Park? Yeah. Do you want to be on our show? We're just in the middle of recording. You, you know what? I'm sweaty as fuck. I just released my bladder. I'm ready to go. This nice. is the optimal, optimal circumstance. Well, have a seat. We're sitting on a rock. Yeah. I'm gonna um, take a patch of grass if you don't mind. Not, not uh, Plymouth. Why don't you sit over there? Okay. I'm gonna sit over here. This wasn't pre-planned. No. <laughs> Let's do I was, this. No. I didn't I, have to just pee. I was fat. I was fat. I was fat shaming Marcus. Uh oh. We were talking about You're fat shaming young Marcus. Yeah. Oh. Look, for the I, rest of my life, I've maintained a hundred plus pound weight loss since 2012. You can't. No one can. No one can shame me. But if you want to shame my my twenty something year old self, go right ahead. I was. I did, well, I I did a lot of shame anyone's twenty. I, I abused my body so. a lot. I did a lot of dumb stuff all throughout my twenties and my teens. No, my twenties. My, my twenties were years. a mess. Were a mess. Yeah. yeah. You guys will have to forgive me. I'm recalibrating my body heat at the moment. Just trying okay. to trying to level it out yeah. real quickly. <laughs> Fixing your body for my random sprint through Central Park, even though I live in Greenpoint. Yeah. I'm sure uh, all your nice listeners job. know what that means. <laughs> Geographically, uh, I don't. Most of our listeners have never been to Central Park. If I'm not mistaken, you two are barely in Central Park, or we were we were discovering that. I avoid Manhattan whenever I can. Oh, except for work. Work. Yeah, Yeah. we were just trying to figure out. Like, I was like, "Oh, Marcus, where are you going to be tonight?" And so we randomly decided to record an episode. We were just talking about Black Mirror, and then we were talking about Twilight Zone, the, the movie. 
and how John John Landis allegedly killed Jennifer Lee's dad. Don't say it like that. <laughs> is it alleged or is it not no, alleged? What's the problem? Don't is? say it like that. That's that's really messed up because he almost went to jail and he had to testify. It wasn't that's like why that. I said, that's Have you ever seen the Twilight happened. Zone movie? I mean, I saw the John Lithgow section with the plane. Oh, the oh, that's the last. So the earlier one with Jen, with Vic Morrow, Jennifer Jason Lee's uh-huh. dad, the one where he's like a racist white guy and he keeps time traveling like. He always looks white, but in like in one scenario he's a black guy, in another scenario he's a Vietnamese guy. And there's a scene where do they do like, makeup with him and everything. No, no, he's okay. he's white himself, but everyone else sees him Quantum as like black. Quantum leap style. Okay. So there was sure. a thing where these two he was sa- there's a scenario where he's saving these two Vietnamese girls, and in real life there was a stunt issue, and a helicopter lost control and decapitated him and the two girls. This series, this, this uh, recently and came out in an article re- again yeah. also, right? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I feel Who knows? Like I Everything's going to come up. What, is John yeah. Landis canceled now for... I mean, his son is canceled. For being decapitated? Yeah, I'd hope know. so. <laughs> kind his, of professionalism. His, his son got canceled like a year ago Max? right after Bright came out. He'll be all right. He'll, he'll bounce right back. Everyone will bounce right yeah. back. It's so, okay. On, okay, and I said he allegedly trimmer. killed Jennifer But Lane's it's not even allegedly. That's still... That's very dangerous. Don't if, do that. if you say allegedly, I'm not. I'm not. Sure, I'm not making light of someone's death. No, it has nothing to do. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's, it's John Lennon. It, Lennon John Jesus. Lennon. Oh well, you wow! You know the Strawberry Fields, uh, just a little I, bit I up for just, town. That, that's why I stopped and said, "Oh wow!" Just, yeah, I was no, running back. Uh, yeah, we're not that far from the Dakota where John Lennon lived and John Lennon died, and where yeah. Dakota Johnson was born, and where uh, Rosemary's Baby took place. Yeah. Um. Movie. Uh, yeah, but also like uh, the thing about that though is like small little bits of news like that, they don't fucking last, right? This thing's gonna peter out in a second or two, and everyone's gonna forget anyway. As are most things. Yeah. Yeah. So like that—that's the whole thing of like when everyone gets concerned of like, hey man, don't say that. It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem maybe for two days, and then maybe some hanger-ons will last with you and ridicule you into your. Uh... If we get canceled, that means that we started. That's a thing. Oh. Like, I like that outlook. That's one yeah. way to spin it. Right? Like, what's going to... Like, we have a listener base of 300. Like, right. what's going to happen? Is one of them going to stop listening to us? Okay. I don't know. I have told Jamie, though, if uh, if I do for some reason become successful at one point, I will have to re-edit earlier episodes of Wrong Real. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And there are some I've things been I've been on some, on, that show. <laughs> on some of those with you. I was on an episode... <laughs> Yeah. We talked about Jim Jarmusch. Well, it's not even... Sort of. There are things that I've said that I'm not necessarily proud of now four years forward, you know? You ever smoke PCP? Oh, man, if only. Hi, Doug. You mean, like, the pipe? What? Wait, no, what's the, what's the like, plumbing pipe? That's PVC. No, that's PVC. PVC. Close enough, man. I've smoked that. People you smoke, smoke crack, PVC? People smoke crack through PVC yeah, pipes. I, I, I know someone, not me, of course, who smoked DMT out of a PVC... Yeah. 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 And then their their grandparents showed up. Yeah. Who, who were dead and told them to hold their heart. Oh, that's, a, that's a turn. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> ghost, a... The ghosts of this person's grandparents showed up and told them to hold their heart. Yeah. I don't need I don't need drugs for this is a true story. The other night I had a dream that was I was a true walking story. past a friend of mine. My dad my dad I had a dream my dad was bowling and I was like, Wait, whoa, Dad, what's up? you're alive? He's like, Oh hey, Want to have lunch? And like I woke up like, whoa, wait. And I woke up like in a movie style. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Did that really yeah, happen? I have dreams like that about my dad. Yeah. Was but he was like really calm. Was yeah, he was, a bowler he was No. He just yeah. finished bowling. And then he was like, oh, hey, you want to get lunch? I know you work around here. And then I woke up ah! like I did one of those. I would have loved it if weird. your first question to your dad was like, dad, I didn't know you were into bowling. What the fuck? You didn't tell me this? You didn't share this part of your life with me? That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, he was not a bowler. Sad dad. Well, maybe in the afterlife, you know, something That's else. That's true. Has he picked something up. Yeah. yeah. Surely you have to pick up new hobbies in the afterlife. There's a whole new flow going up. That's true. Yeah, you might be like, all right, I'm into bowling now. Yeah. I really like the movie Defending Your Life. What's that? Oh, Albert Brooks. Yeah, yeah. The Albert Defending Brooks your movie life. where he's like in heaven with Meryl Streep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going over. It's like this is your life. They're going over highlights. Yeah, yeah. I remember from, watching from that uh, as a kid on WB. On a Saturday afternoon, at one point. That's definitely one of the WB. Isn't there one scene where he's like talking watching. about how like uh, he's like, I'm in, you know, he was telling his girlfriend like you should go in, you should get your job this way, you should be very assertive, and you should fucking tell them what you want. And then like they show the variation of that where he's very confident, and then when he actually goes into the office to yeah. ask for his raise, yeah. it goes to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. I remember watching that movie and just like really feeling emotionally attached to it. 
way more so than than Albert Brooks's performance in Drive, which was also great, but not as so great, so good, just not as emotionally like. I also remember watching Ghost Dad, like after my dad had passed away, and just crying. Oh man, mm. yeah, mm. and just I like, don't know that one. Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby's a ghost. Well, he's and been canceled, dad. so we can't talk and Cuba, about him. Yeah, we can, we can talk about Ghost Dog. And oh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s little brother is the next door neighbor. And he discovers that. Living? Yeah, he discovers that. From Wild and Crazy Kids? Yeah, although he's like thugged out now. But, well, he was uh, thugged out in Baby Boy. Yeah, yeah. He's playing Genesis. Right, but when he hosted Wild and Crazy Kids, he was Rest like. He's John Singleton. He was a cornball brother. John Singleton's in a coma now. No, he's, he's no, dead. No, John Singleton's been dead he passed for a while. away like two weeks in, ago. In April. Oh, I thought he or was May. in a coma. The last thing yeah. I heard was he was in a coma. I didn't realize yeah, that. No, no. He just went straight to death after that. He okay. did not. Yeah. It took a little while. Two weeks, yeah. 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 Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in peace, peace John Singleton. I love Too Fast, Too Furious. I liked Boys I in the Hood. Yeah, I liked part. I liked Baby Boy. I did like. I grew up when, when Baby Boy too. first came out. I went to college with a lot of Baby Boys, so I didn't like it. But yeah. in my 30s, I rediscovered. I was like, oh, this is a good movie. And Ving Rhames is Ving really Rames good. Is one of he his, kills it. Yeah, and then he actually won the Oscar for that movie and gave it to Matthew Modine. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was thinking about this just the other day too. How still annoyed I am that like. In Bamboozled, because you're referencing a, a scene in Bamboozled, how Spike Lee made this Carrie whole. Always. He made the yeah Carrie always. Spike <laughs> Lee made this whole segment about black actors. You know specifically we've talked, we've talked yes. about this no. scene on the show. Yeah, but we haven't talked times. about what I'm going to get into though. Okay. He the, he made fun of black actors, blah blah blah. But then Spike Lee wins for Black Klansman, and he does like a song and dance and celebrates just like the people. Well, he the black right actors. Off he, to Sam but like he made up. he parodied that in Bamboozled, and then just. You know, back in April, he wins the Oscar, and then he does. He it, did, it's just he weird. He did always want that belly. That's why he never let go of the driving Miss Daisy bullshit, man. Because oh. you know, at the bottom. At oh, the, tell the, me, I know. I asked him that question at the Q and A. Oh, really? And you would have thought that I was Vin Vendors at at a screening of Bamboozled. I was like, hey, he was like, he showed up unannounced, and this whole thing. He was just like, all right, ask me anything. Like he literally said it like that. Yeah. And then people were like, what the fuck? Kind of, there was like a little like. Laughter at first. It was mad good though. It was. And then I raised my hand and then I asked, and then I was like, hey, have you, do you think after all these years, over two decades, do you think maybe, or almost three decades, Vim Vendors sees the error in his ways and maybe misunderstood, do the right thing because, man, fuck that guy. And he cut me off. He's like, fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck about that guy. What and he if, goes oh, into sorry, this whole. What did Vim t- Vendors do? Vim Vendors was the head of the jury at Con that year, and it was it was down. It was sexualizing videotape and do the right thing. Uh, it was because who was going to win? And Vim Vendors was the head of the jury. Was like, I didn't think that Mookie was a good character. He was a bad person. He wasn't heroic. So they gave it to sexualizing videotape, and then Spike Lee still. Oh, Spike Lee threatened him with a baseball bat at Con, and as he, he still holds a grudge. And, but, then, um, and then he won. He won an Oscar for Copaganda. Yeah, seriously. Uh-huh. A couple years that's after, why, yeah, after. That's how I refer to it. It's just ooh rah rah liberal propaganda. The same thing as the is it is it liberal? It's almost it's, it's, it's it kind of not, not liberal. liberal. I don't know. Really, about, it's nah. propaganda. Well, black hands. Oh, okay. Well, mm. yeah. yeah, but they have that. He got okay, paid two hundred thousand dollars by the NYPD to make videos to make them look good. Yeah. That's a fact. He's also directed commercials for the military, but then he'll go on radio and. Talk about the military is no place for a black person. It's just weird. It, it's it's it's. He's weird. just he's he's, he's just, a weird guy. He's a weird dude, and he's a he's, hypocritical dude. Yeah, specifically right, not necessarily but weird. But he's he's he gets really upset if he's called on it. Like, oh, a thousand really, percent. Well, he just, first thousand all, percent. The sense I get is that he just gets really upset. That's also true. <laughs> it's know, funny when like fingers. him and Minton Marinino get upset at each other because they are both very similar oh, yeah, in, the, in how they can't handle any. Any sort of criticism because he got flack about how what's her name didn't have enough lines in the movie, which is something. a dumb criticism. Like I'm, 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 I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on record. Like the character is what what it is, and also it's like also let's not pretend that she was something that she wasn't before she fucking died. That too, but also it's what just are we like talking about? we're talking uh, about uh, Mitten Marin Mino's new movie. He so when when his new Hollywood movie Sharon played Tate. at Con, yeah, one of the oh, I didn't f- see it. Well, no, it's not out yet. But one of the critics <laughs> at, at 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 a press. Oh, I still w- haven't seen it if it had come out. Well, trying to, she, this critic Duly was like, noted. "How come? What's it called?" Sharon Tate. Uh, no, or who's the Mar- Mar- How come Margot Robbie doesn't ha- has so few lines in the Martin movie? Now. 
And then Quentin Tarantino was like, I reject your hypothesis. And it's like, that's she was just trying to, this critic was trying to, how come the woman doesn't have as many lines? Because the character just doesn't have any lines in this, as many lines in this movie. That's why. Have yeah. you seen Sweet and Lowdown? Does that movie offend you? Because Samantha Morton's mute? Like, Jesus Christ. But anyway. Well, that's a Woody Allen movie, and, and people, people get, people, you know, get weird about Woody Allen. Well, I think he they deserves do. to be canceled. I'm tired of his work, to be honest. Oof. Yeah. Well, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think anyone deserves anything. Deserve is a funny word. People earn things or whatever. Uh, I I don't really feel like talking about Woody Allen. I haven't enjoyed one of his movies in a very long time. Midnight in Paris was the last movie I really. Enjoyed. I actually did I like really that. I, I did like like that movie, but that that's nice. 2011. That was, but that was that used to be my rainy day movie. That was yeah. him remaking Field of Dreams. Sure. Well, more like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So it's like a bunch of famous baseball players talk to a white guy? Yeah. Okay. And a black guy. They talk to James Earl Jones also. That's a James Earl Jones also a ghost in that? Yeah. It's a dad movie. I don't think I can watch it. That's super dad movie. That's sad dad club. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Yeah, like Mtume was trying to get us to watch this movie, Thunder Road. Yeah. It's so good. It's like a true indie film from like two years ago. It's on Amazon. Uh-huh. But then I watched it, and I was like, oh, Marcus, you should not watch this right now. Yeah. yeah. Why? What's on their road about? Well, it's about a guy whose mother just passed away, and he's, like, sort of falling apart. But it's also very funny. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I just, it just might be, it just sure, might be fertile sure. ground right now. I'm slowly chipping away at writing about uh, Sakurab's mother and son. So I've been watching that movie in pieces, thinking about it, writing the phrase here and there. Who knows when I'll be finished with it? But uh, you'll be when you're ready. Yeah, There's be no some be some writing again. Feels nice right. to write and not just make movie comparisons on my site. Speaking of like heartwarming, I rewatched Lionheart recently. Hell yeah, that movie's that's my person. That, that's my favorite Van Damme. Well, also like like it's a movie where the black sidekick doesn't get murdered. No, he doesn't. The, he doesn't, which is usually what happens. There's you think like one thing's gonna happen it doesn't and it's just like it's not really explained well so in the movie have you ever seen Lionheart? John claude Van Damme it's one of those I'll let you guys hash this out John claude really Van good. Damme plays, plays, a, plays a legionnaire and his brother lives in California uh-huh. and for some reason gets burnt alive in a drug deal which yeah, a drug never fleshed out and he just keeps on calling for his his brother and then his then his brother is Jean-Claude Van Damme mm. and then he leaves the Legion to, to go try to find out what goes on and like help his his brother's widow and child the daughter who was in who was like in growing pains yeah the young daughter uh-huh. yeah you know because in a lot of sitcoms in the 90s there would be a new sibling if the show got a little stale yeah, yeah. Growing Pains famously is like also a, where they found where they discovered Leonardo DiCaprio They'd be right, like a twenty-something age. Pours out difference. all the liquor, and they think he's actually an alcoholic too. But his dad. But then, but but what's kind of cool about that? It's always indicators. Like, was he lying the whole time? Because like when his dad came to pick him up, he was just like, oh, he seems like a cool guy. Which is like that doesn't necessarily mean he was lying because you could give off this facade. But I remember that episode when it ended. It was just like, was he telling the truth? Yeah. So, so John Claude Van Damme starts fighting in street fights to save up money to give to the family. And then the Legion catch up to him. And he's like, just one more fight so I can make sure that my family is okay. And then he fights this guy. And everyone Attila. Matilla. Everyone thinks he's going to die. He yeah. doesn't. He does a slow-mo jumping kick. And yeah. he wins. And then the Legionnaires are driving him to what will likely be... Some court-martial. Some sort of court-martialing. Yeah. And that, that could mean, like, die. You yeah. know? And then they're like, yo, this dude is so lion-hearted. They just stop the car and they're like, get out. They're like, get out. It would literally never happen. Because you know what? You have the heart of a lion. Bro, you lion heart. Yeah. All right. He said, bro. Bro, you lion heart. You lion heart. Did they roar at the end? And the cacophony of roars? All right, I'll watch this movie. I'll rewrite this movie. I saw that movie in the theater. So did I. I used to watch uh, 92. Yeah, maybe 91. Speaking speaking of the sad dad club, me and my dad used to go to all the... John Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, awesome. Bruce Willis, yeah. uh, all the guys, Stallone, all the guys. Yeah. yeah. I saw Rocky Four in the theater with my dad. I was super young. 
Yeah. Yeah. I which saw... one is that one? Is that the one that he gets into like an alley fight with some? Kid? No, that's Rocky that's Five. Which is Loki, the best Rocky. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Are you including the Creed movies in this? No. Okay. But Ooh. but sure. I, I I would. I like I'm still man I didn't like that second one. Though. I'm still annoyed listen, it would have been brilliant. It could have been a trilogy. It could have been such a good movie. Creed two should have just been called Drago. It should have been about Ivan Drago and his son. Creed and Rocky would have been in the movie, but only in a couple scenes in the background. And then the third would have been that fight. Also, Yo, for, for you're, bald, you're Yeah, bald. but you're asking for a movie to be made that's not gonna make any money. No, it would, it, that's the whole point. Another another, another movie. Yes. All right, all right but knowing where this country so is with yes, Russians right now? Yeah, huh? Where so this what? country is with Russians right now and everything, you think that much? Yes. Movie would make absolutely. Money? Yeah, I do. That's I absolutely do. That's a great idea. How that's what I'm market, saying. How would you have marketed it's ruined, though, that the though. biggest it's stars now. of the first one are, not, are barely in the second one? Because it's not called Creed, it's called Drago. It's called Drago, so you know what you're getting into from the start. And I also think it's kind of cool. answer the Drago? No. No. No, but it's like you see the because it would you, be like Batman v Superman, how it's like sort of a sequel to Man of Steel. Why not Creed versus Drago then? No, that would be three. that would be three. That would be part oh, three. That would be three. And okay. also the point I need to make too for a champion, Adonis Creed doesn't even have a good record. He's a terrible record. Like he has a terrible record for this like great him boxer. Get beat up more than not only that, both fights, succeed. both fights with Drago in that movie. The first one he got his ass beat, and the second one he could have lost again. Let's all be real. Drago, Drago Jr. No, just allowed be, himself to be, use. Let's be Sendog. Okay. Also, they're not in the same, same weight fucking real. division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who said what? They're not even the same weight division. Yeah, well, no, they, well, just, no, they no, fucking are not. But in, but in boxing, that's like complicated. Like, did you watch, did you not watch Anthony Joshua? Yeah. Boxing? Lose, no, lose no, the no, heavyweight no. champion? To, to like a dude? To like a regular looking large... No. Mexican-American stud. Okay, but have you seen that Mexican guy's training videos? Yeah. He, I was like, oh, okay, never no, mind. No, he's nasty. Yo, when he was when he was doing the, the, the bags and he was doing the hand move, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's got power. He can hit. So that's, No, he looks so like me is. and Marcus ate somebody. Yeah. And he ate a Snickers and then... He ate a Snickers just before up. the fight. He woke up. He woke up. Yeah. Five minutes before the fight, ate a Snickers and became heavyweight champion. Snickers hasn't done a single commercial like trying to fucking uh, capitalize on being woke. I think they should have one where it's not tired. Like someone just gets like intellectually woke after taking. Oh, they take a bite. Oh yeah, that would be funny. Woke is having uh, or an SNL skit at the very least. Right. Well, woke is getting sort of a backlash right now. Oh, I hope so. Good. I think everyone should go back to sleep. I don't. I think it's a little more complicated than blue pill, red pill, but. I think that you were telling me that Booksmart was not doing as well as people wanted it to. Well, legitimately though, it did but make its, its money back really and is well. making a profit. Yeah, but they don't. They, six, but it hasn't made a hundred million dollars. It's a six million dollar movie that's that made, made like nine million its first two years. So, which is more than which enough, means right? it'll it, definitely double, if not triple. If oh not yeah, and then double. fucking call, like Blu-ray streaming, the bit, whatever. It'll be fine. So people are starting, but so the. The marketing of the movie was just like, this is, this is woke female. If you don't um, like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and that makes people not want to watch a movie. So I think there's a bad. Was that really, really? Yeah. Was that? She also got her famous friends to come out, and it was like Natalie Portman. It's like you need to watch a movie. It's like Natalie Portman. The fact that you never came out to say that I need to watch a movie, but now you're doing it for Booksmart. Really, people really. Do that. I mean, this everyone does movie? that. I, I, I just didn't know that that's what people, what folks, were well, doing. Well, no, and it's also like if you, if you're talking ill of it, that you just like, I, it looks fun. I still want to oh, see it. Sure. I don't I'm think it looks funny. I don't think I'm gonna laugh. I, out yeah, I'm not seeing it with my lady. Yeah. I thought it's yeah. super bad, but but we women. It is. It is. That's the thing. It's not reinventing the fucking wheel. And also, some people are trying to compare it to Lady Bird. I'm like, no, this is a straight up comedy. Yeah, this is not like trying to fucking balance the line. And I wish people would stop saying it's. Super, not that like my as if super bad was some original thing. I, well, it's yeah, also I, Seth. Know. I mean, what's his name? Joe Hill is like sister, sister. In it, so you can't help. Oh, him fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, oh, I always forget that's his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah. has a different name, like Phoebe Feldman or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, no, my, fa- my favorite, my favorite scene in Lady Bird was when she was like, "You know what? You're a real Lady Bird." And she flies away. Yeah, <laughs> she did fly away. In the movie, yeah, that's good special effects. Yeah, for an indie, for an indie. Well, that was like, I mean, I wouldn't call that an indie. Well, no, there are indies, and then there are your crossover indies. 
Right. That's picked up by Fox Searchlight at Sundance for like fifteen million fucking dollars, and those built to be picked up for fifteen million dollars at Sundance. You know. Have yeah. you seen the substitute? What's that? The Tom Berenger classic, where he's right, an undercover guys, cop. I need to tell you something about my understanding he's not of an 80s, cop. He's 80s undercover, action flicks. He's in 90s. I have no. All right, early nineties. 80s action flicks I have no concept of. So Tom Berenger... This is a doozy. And became a series, too, by the way. He didn't come with back. Treat, with Treat Williams was in two and three. Fame. Oh, shit. I like to say Prince of the City fame. Look, you say tomato, I say tomato. Okay. But, yeah, Did the, you just have a stroke? No. Genius. Okay. But, yeah, um, the premise. The, the premise of... So there were all these movies, like, that were trying to riff off... Make, riff off of Dangerous Minds. Uh, you see, oh my do you know God. Dangerous Minds? Yes, I... Do, 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 If I walk do, down the shadow, do, yeah, alley in the shadow of Yeah, that. where, like, Michelle Pfeiffer changes these she people's She as the 30 Rock joke is, we teach you that rap is just poetry. Yes. Yeah. Jazzoetry. Yeah. That's jazz plus poetry. Jazzoetry. Uh-huh. Um, or, no, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Um, Flowetry. Actually, I think it was a Colin Quinn joke. I'm sorry. My penis is kind of small. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Wait, is Tom Berenger the teacher that changes everyone's mind? No. No. Well, yes and no. So there were a couple movies that tried to, like, bank on that or, like, do the opposite of that, like 187 with Samuel Jackson. Holy shit. It became a little mini genre. Yeah. Wow, 187. Method Man's in that. His skin was fucked up. And then yeah, he died. Was, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yo, one eight seven. Jackson's art. Yeah. One eight seven is fucked up. That's a messed yeah, up movie. Is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's that movie with John Cusack. They're in the hotel room, and it's one eight seven. No, that's fourteen twenty eight. That's room two. <laughs> that's, that's, that's room. That's room two two three. Yeah. I'm oh, very, fuck that movie. I'm very. Talk about one of my least favorite movies of all time. What's that? That one. Room 223? Yeah, that documentary about all the fucking stupid oh, two, three, theories seven? about uh, shine, The Shining. Yeah, but if, I was if talking you... about the, the Dr. Doom song, Apartment 223. Oh, I'm very hungry. Apartment 223. Yeah, that's a good album. So, so The Substitute yeah. was... They were banking on this genre. So so John Berenger plays this... John like, Berenger. What did I say? Tom, John. You said John Berenger. Probably should have been John Berenger. Berenger. It should have been... Should have been done. Right? Tom Berenger uh, is like this. Who's is like this contra, and him and his boys like do some shit in Cuba, and they have to disappear. And then he goes to Miami to see his girlfriend, who's a teacher in a tough inner city school in yeah. Miami, yeah. where the principal is played by Eddie Hudson. Uh-huh. And and then there's another Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. But he <laughs> breaks doing? a board. What are you doing? People's name? Are you dyslexic with names now? <laughs> he breaks a board. Go ahead. <laughs> so weird. Breaks- oh shit! Only the strong. Yo, that was a genre. There was yeah. all these. Okay, go ahead. No. Oh, wait. But- there's a genre of this kind of movie specifically. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 187. Only the strong. The substitute. God damn. What is God. it? A white no, teacher wait. comes in to like teach people. Uh, Mark Tacascos yeah. is not white. Wait, wait. No, but uh, as you refer to him as Johnny Berenger. <laughs> It should have been Johnny Berenger, actually. Tom Berenger. Johnny B. So, Johnny so B. his his girl is a is a teacher at a tough inner city school. And she just can't get to these kids. She's well, actually, the no. kids like her, oh, but okay. but there's this gang run by what's that guy's name? Mark, Mark Anthony, Anthony. Uh, and they 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 get her beat they get her beat up. Yeah, and she probably deserves it. No, she doesn't. Obviously not. Obviously. Obviously. She doesn't. Obviously. And you know, it depends on your point of view, but obviously. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just being ribald, it's okay. Stop biting your finger and go ahead. So he he's mad, Tom Berenger. So he goes to the school and pretends to be this teacher and he he tries to take take back the streets and he realizes that all this stuff is going on and he sort of does connect with the kids but it and then there's a standoff and turns out that Ernie Hudson is corrupt and then the dude from Showgirls is in it um at, you know like the, the guy who teaches her how to dance in Showgirls yeah Glenn Plummer uh, Glenn yeah. Plummer he's in a lot of movies wasn't he <laughs> he's in a lot of movies wasn't he also in South Side no South Central South Central yeah that was another genre yes uh-huh. going back to 
Lawrence Fishburne, and, and he what, unfortunately birthed a lot of uh, not good hood movies. Uh, yeah, but, but he did also birth the great TV show Rock. Lawrence Fishburne. No. John Singleton? John, no, like th- those sort of films, sort of. Do you, not, do you I, not see the film Rock? Yes. With Charles S. Dutton? Yeah. Of, of escaping the game? Escape? Yo, man, you're really confused. Yo, escape, surviving the game. If we're talking about escaping, escape room. Because Ernie Hudson's in that movie uh, <laughs> Escaping with, with Ray Liotta. Anyway, you're... Oh, shit, no escape with Ray No Liotta. escape, yeah, and Ernie Hudson's in that. Someone taught and, him how to fight. Also, that, that, that movie invented weird-ass nose rings. Yeah, it did. Wait, wait, oh, the one where it's like the skin flap right, right here? Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I need to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that, so the substitute, I recently rewatched that. And what bothered me the most about that movie is that it takes place in Miami, and it's got all. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Double take. Yeah, buddy. She <laughs> 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 walked back and forth. Yeah. We'll so cut that ta- out. What's the what's the name? It takes place. <laughs> no. It takes place in Miami. You're cutting it in. <laughs> yeah, it takes place in Miami, but the music they're listening to is Roscoe's. He's from yeah. California. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody thought he was from New York City, too. I remember when he came out. But uh, I didn't realize yeah. we would take such a long tangent on this film. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. Miami Life is such a good song. Oh, no. What happened there? What? Uh-oh. Y'all, Uh-oh. Y'all... What? You lost your notes? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yo, but, but you have me really okay. going crazy about this whole genre of, like, cop... <clears throat> Although, I, and honestly, I Should think it started it with The Principal. Should we bring Remember it back? Remember that movie with John Belushi and Lou Gossett Jr.? Yes, did you did you see... And all these, like, 30-year-olds playing, like, juniors in high school. Right, can I ask, But did you see when The Principal made a cameo in the Jesse Ventura sci-fi movie? Oh, the Jesse Ventura cuts. sci-fi movie. Yeah, we're deep What, cuts. Running Man or you guys, Predator? You guys should make... There's only two. Your show should be called Deep Cuts of a specific kind. In parentheses of a specific kind. Why would we do that? We're almost at episode She's over the 100. hill, Marcus. I, I looked around. She's over the hill, man. I am, um... I think we should bring back this genre. But how do we update it? Who's starring as White Cop? Who's starring as Black Evil Principal? Who's starring as Girlfriend who's really connected with these kids but just doesn't have the funds? Damn, you know what's really fucked up, too, is I didn't, like, so Dangerous Minds... The no, freedom like, writers but, but, but there's always no no, no. but, but the see, principal is always did, black the corrupt asshole but did principal you see is black. dangerous minds no because those ladies are white Marcus. that's true <laughs> you need the juxtaposition yeah, to really Vance, know Ernie Hudson. that good and bad is white and black is it that a, you never saw Abraxas Guardians of the Universe no well it's, it's what the fuck is that it's a science fiction action film with Jesse the Body Ventura. I never, I'm, with a cameo I, by James Belushi playing the This principal. was when he was mayor of uh, Minnesota, yes? He was, no, this is, this is back in the 80s. Oh, I really was hoping this was during his political reign. So, it has a random cameo of James Belushi as the principal in it. Jimmy B. Also, you remember Toy Soldiers? Of course. With Louis Gossett? Lou Gossett. Toy Soldiers. I Sean Astin, a young Sean Astin. Will, we- Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah. Oh, whatever happened to his boy? Did, is that, did that guy get renewed or is he continued to be canceled? Who? Who? Chris Hardwick? Yeah, he's back. He's been yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, he's like, been back. He yeah. was back that like was, a month after was, his scandal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that, that scandal seemed a little weird to me. How come? Well, that's what ha- well, it turned out to be a little weird. I don't know. Oh, like Y'all searching for Sugar no. Man? Oh, you know, I've been talking about that a lot the last two weeks. I did. Though I watched it years ago. You, you didn't didn't like Fre- it? it was, no, it was good. Friend of the show, Rob Cotto, gave me an Academy screener of it along with Django Unchained. It took me like over a year to watch Django Unchained. And you were so like It took me two years to Django watch Unchained. The Hateful Eight, so who knows how long it'll take me to watch Once Upon a Time Why do you keep watching? I don't know. As long as I don't pay money for it. I, I mean, I'd also like to be in the conversation. As much as I love movies. Uh, so I'd like to be in the conversation. I don't want to... I, I don't like when people are opinionated about something and they haven't seen it. Like oh, American yeah, Dharma. No, but I like saying. doing that with Avengers Endgame. It, but I it feel depends. Like I if you're not talking about, about a specific... If you're talking about specific points in the movie, no, don't do that. If you're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm sure you've seen a few so you can have an opinion. It's yeah. different. When it's one individual movie and you have an opinion on it, but you haven't seen it, it's like, eh, no. Yeah, no, like when people have opinions about songs, and I'm like, yo, you have Spotify. Just listen to the song. Yeah. Before yeah. you're like, right, 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 this right, is right, offensive. Right. It's like, right. find that, like... Listen, thing- it's not f- fully formulated yet, but I have an opinion about what you just said. 
<laughs> Everyone has an opinion. It doesn't mean we need to share them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I sincerely believe in that. But I also want to say, friend of the show, Carlo. Yeah. Uh, say his last name. Labrador. Sure. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jamie actually does say it every time, and I'm always impressed that he gets it. Wow. But he says it with that southern twang, so it's just sure. a little funny. <laughs> Sing-songy, even. Lamberty. Mm, yeah, no, it's tough, it. man. It's really I was legitimately tough. trying to say it. I wasn't trying to. Yeah. But yeah. So he's been he's been helping us uh, procure some old titles. Yes. And he recommended this short film that was on TBS called The Passage. Mm. It's really awesome that I recommend everyone watch. And it's like, it it's this guy who seems sort of. But simple. he sends it to you. It's not something that people can readily find. No, you can find it on the TBS website. Oh, TBS. Yeah. Like we know comedy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a uh, it's an irreverent sort of short of this guy who's being chased by these people and he's you can't really tell if he cares and it's really funny and it's great. I really thought you were dicking with me for a second because my buddy to get into NYU made a movie called The Passage and it was basically about me having a crush on a girl but then he refused to admit that it was about me having a crush on a girl. How would I know that? I don't know, man. But that was the first not, thing I I'm fucking thought fucking, when you brought it up like a half hour. Uh, not I'm a half not, hour ago. We I'm only not, just ran into each I'm other not, hour I'm not ago. fucking Nardwar. I don't know what the fuck Nardwar means, but I don't like it. He's the you human, better not be Nardwar. He's a human serviette. Uh-huh. He, he just... Centipede. Centipede? The human centipede? He interviews people. You've never seen Nardwar interviews? No. Yeah. Well, he interviews people, and then he he knows in, he knows such deep information about the people that he interviews, and they often get weirded out, and he gives them gifts, and he has, like, a gag. Uh-huh. And he a inter- gag gift. And he interviewed uh, Eric Andre, and he broke Eric Andre. That's not a man that's easily broken, no, I imagine. No, I no. know, it's really impressive, because Eric Andre is really trying to break Nardwar. What is this, a YouTube channel thing? Yeah. Well, he, it's it's on YouTube now, but it started on, like, TV. Yeah. He's been around for 20 years, if not maybe 30. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, he, he there's, like, interviews with him and Kurt Cobain. Wow, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rest in peace. Yeah. So, yeah, he helped me procure um, some Med Hondo films. Yeah, yeah. Because I was hearing everybody talk about Saleo, which is like this beautiful black and white film. Um, black and white, indeed. And also if about... black. catch bla- my drift. Well, it's about black and... It, there is, it's about black and white relationships. In, in, in a various in black and white black, Various black and white relationships, including... Sexual, emotional, physical, fiscal yeah. relationship. Fiscal. Yeah. That's the part I want to hear about. Well, it's about this Maurice, this Mauritian man who comes to France to try to like live and start try a life to live and, and start a work. life, and everywhere he goes, he's sort of denied it. Yeah. And he's nameless, and it's very artful. Like Medhondo had a long career, but I'm yeah. like, yo, he would have been Godard if he was white. Sure. Like, Absolutely. Like he, has, he has a long career of movies that, that are hard to find. Yeah. Uh, what was interesting was like this movie reminded me of a lot of things because like I just think of like this. It's about it's sort of like about the dynamic of colonialism and like like how like how like colonialism messes with like people's souls and economic independence and like sort of like taxation without representation because like you know like Algeria, Senegal, Mauritius, Cameroon, Congo, Djibouti, Morocco, Madagascar, all of Africa. Most of North and West Africa was colonized colonized by, the, by France and people were made to feel like they were French but they weren't really French. So this movie is about a guy who comes to France thinking that he's like a Frenchman but he's not. He's not given the rights of French people and it remind me it remind me of like the American Samoan Islands or like Guam or Puerto Rico, like American territories, but they're not like there's an illusion of sameness that you can fight for the country but the benefits are not equal. Sure. Um and then it also reminded me of like that many years ago Danny Glover was trying to make a movie about Suzanne Louverture. That, yeah. that was well, funded. Charles Burnett was trying to get the movie. Well, actually, you know who was going to direct it at first? Who? Med Hondo. Oh, I can see that. Oh, wow. And do you know who was one of the financiers? No. 
Hugo Chavez. Wow. <laughs> but what's funny is like I knew about Hugo Chavez, Danny Glover, and Toussaint, but when I looked sure. that up today. What, they're buddies? Hugo Chavez, so Danny Glover is very damn. involved in left in yeah. leftist politics. Super, super. And like when Reagan California. passed away, he said like not nice things about him, even in death. It's Danny Glover's quietly pretty hardcore. Yeah. Also, I think it's disrespectful to the dead person if you didn't like them in life to all of a sudden like them. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't. I'm not saying you have to speak ill of the dead. No. But I think it's also speaking ill to pretend something that isn't true. Like how a lot of film critics did when Shanta Ackerman passed. It's like when she was alive, you shat on her for decades. But anyway, I I have before I before I lose my. Oh no! Just her movie. Anyway, I have to. Agnes um, Varda became a meme. Yeah, no, she did. Not, not, well, Ke- Keanu also, Reeves is, is Agnes Varda. Well, Agnes Varda is one of those, like, well, did you see always cute 90 year olds still doing no. things. Did I you see Always Be My Maybe? Always Be My Maybe. It's a new Isn't Netflix a comedy. Song? I have to keep with, with, Oh, with God, Ali I started Wong. I started it. It was and so offensive in how it wanted to include every fucking single political thought into it. Or as yeah. far as, like, well, Keanu, I thought there. it was lovely. Oh, I really hated that fucking movie. But I've heard it's a way for the Keanu cameo. Keanu's in it. And Randall Park, who was in a rap band in the early 2000s, plays a rapper. Yeah. And that was funny. Is his name Randall Park? Randall Park, yeah. Yeah. But you had a train of thought. Oh. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I'll, I will have written and posted uh, my, uh, a few written thoughts on uh, Soleo, the Med Hondo movie. But the, the deeper thing about this movie also is is that it show When you think... I feel like nine and a half times out of ten when you think racism on film, you think of some American movie about the Klan and burning crosses and Mississippi burning, which translates to, I've spent a lot of time in Europe, I know a lot of people who live there, from there, whatever. Story of a three-day pass? Yeah, the story of a three-day pass, put, there's some Putney Swope in there, but okay. when... Putney Swope's when, racist flick? Huh? It's a racist flick? Honey, so it's, it's a race. racist. It's about race. It, it, it's and it's a lot black of things. and white. It's black and white. It's Robert Downey Jr.'s dad. No, no, I know because yeah. Paul Downey Thomas Anderson brings it up all the time. It's kind of upsetting to find out that it's yeah. a racist flick. But the, it's complicated. The most okay. important thing about this movie all is right, you're, you're a huge Paul Thomas Anderson stan. Paul Thomas Anderson, what? Stan. Stan? Yeah. What's that? Just super fan. So like Eminem, white boy, bleached hair. Yeah. Fan yeah. Stan? It's a term that people kind of don't really know what they mean and they overuse I'm not gonna go fucking murder him and then take his like personality from my he own. No, he murdered his wife. He murdered his, his wife. Pregnant yes, wife. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of murder pregnant wives in Soleil, the thing about that movie is there's a lot of Europeans who feel that because like they don't have the KKK on their soil that they're not rate like ra- t- some Europeans are weird about race. They're like racism, no, that's that's an American thing or like when racist stuff happens in Europe they're like yeah but it's not the same and this movie shows similar imagery of just like in this movie you have this this big dark skinned black immigrant going to look for work and there's signs that are just like Negro's not welcome Arab's not welcome blah 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 and it just kind of shows 1970 yeah technically technically this movie started filming in late 1966 and was finished in 69 it took many years to make so this is well there's also like in the netherlands now like during christmas everyone dresses up for like a parade in amsterdam well it's not now it it, but that no no i understand that but but they're still like yeah they do they do the whole thing of black peter yeah yeah, and they put on blackface, and they're yeah. like, "No, we're not racist because we've never really dealt with them." Like, yeah, okay, just understand that, that's that it's exactly a what I'm thing, talking man. about. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. And I think this movie really shows that, like, yeah, the racism in America is on another level, but it's and it's a different thing. But at the same time, it's like y'all are racist too. Like, people love to be like, "Oh, you Americans, we're so much better." It's like, yeah, you you're fucked up too. And like, it also knock it, off. it also shows the naivete. Well, the refugee crisis has really showed that about Europe that they're yeah. just as yeah, fucked but that's up. different. But that's not racism. It's different. Well, to them, I'm. Exactly. Oh yeah, I was about to say, I was like, no, it is racism, yeah. but also in the film, in the film, the main character like starts getting involved in political stuff, and it even shows like the failings of political groups not really knowing what to do with race, which which has been like a thing of the naive left wing for a long time. And I recently saw this movie as a risky point, recommended by oh, yeah. Carlo. Yeah, Carlo. You're about that. yeah, and yeah. like that film also like deals with on but in but in america the ineptness of white people sometimes of dealing with race inside spheres of revolution sure so yes yeah, soleo was excellent Love and you. i and i have two other hondo films on deck awesome that we'll maybe talk about next week oh yeah um 
Yeah, just like naive left spaces, they overlook the plight of colonized almost any chance given. Which is um, why I feel like this as of yet made, hopefully soon to be made film for my mutual friend gets made because it deals with a lot of this stuff. Right, but we just can't talk about no, that. No, we, right we, we cannot. Yeah. Um, Are we talking about Johnson? No. I'm talking about him too, basically. We also can't talk about that right now either. What? Anyways, so yeah, always be my maybe was was it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Really me me and Saskia watched it. That first scene with the two kids of them interacting like ironic. Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it for. I I started fifteen minutes in. Oh, good move. Wait till they're actually playing their fucking age, and then the movie kind of gets better. But at that point, for me, I was. No, have I, you I seen? Thir- have you seen the show Third uh, Pen Fifteen? No, no, I get what you're... I, I know where you're going with that, but that's the point of... That's the hook of that show. Right. This that was, show is brilliant. Yeah, but this is Hollywood being like... In the same way that um, I saw A Quiet Passion the other night. Quiet Passion is really fucking Quiet good. Quiet Passion's a good movie. All right, all right, calm down. I don't disagree with you. I do like Quiet Passion. It's about my hometown. But there yeah, is a problem that, with the a, idea that they're... That's the top five film of that year. Yeah, but that movie gets better and better. Also, the closer and closer the actors get to their fucking age, I find. With sure, that movie. sure. Like, Cynthia Nixon is playing 20 in the beginning of it. Yeah, she why is. that other chick wasn't still playing her, I know why, because she was a terrible actress. That, that's how I felt about the movie you are just mentioning that I can't remember the name of with Randall Parker Always and Ali Wong. maybe. Randall Park, rather, not Parker. It was that it, everyone was speaking like an adult, and it wasn't okay with me until they actually started playing their own age. Yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. even at that point, she was the prototypical, like, you know, tight, hard-ass, sort of kind of conservative person. He was the liberal smoking weed. His dad was cool with it. He's dancing in the morning with his dad. I fucking... It was so calculated, it seemed to me, to, like, hit all the marks of every single audience member that you could possibly find and then put it together like that. Yeah, I mean, I he says it's personal, you. but it doesn't feel personal. It feels like another data-aggregated fucking Netflix production. Well, I do find many Netflix films to be sort of, like, aggregate... Um, Propaganda. Even um, a show I like, like Kimmy Schmidt, is kind of like that. They they check everybody. They try to intentionally check. Yeah, every but they box. killed that man. Huh? The the that like that movie that show was mean to that plastic surgeon dude. Oh the oh yeah I forgot oh yeah Martin Short I forgot all about that Martin Short played they this were. played this character I thought Damn, the character was hilarious I forgot about that that was season one that right? it was yeah. a real character that was that they were making fun of a real person yeah and the no, person killed himself yeah. Oh boy! Also, um, Terrence Davies uh, m- made a made the Neon Bible, which is yeah, a pre- the Kennedy O'Toole book. Previous Kennedy O'Toole book. He wrote it when he was like thirteen or some shit. Yeah, because people were, you know, they famously have never been able to make uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Confederacy of Dunces. But that Neon Bible is mad good movie. Have you seen uh, it? I hated the book, so no. I this is my first Ter- Terrence Davies movie. Oh, also. Have is you it? seen the Neon yeah. Bible yes. movie? Don't, that, I mean... Are you sure? Because I think when I asked you about this before... A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so you saw Time has passed, okay. yeah. But I have to Whoa. jump in. Why are you throwing shade at me, <laughs> I'm bro? I'm not. We're under the shade. Well, Did there, you like it? It is getting shady outside. Yes. That's what I'm getting... I'm trying to get into is that... I feel weird with The Quiet Passion being someone's intro to Terrence Davies. His movies are quite different. Yeah. That, that, his last two movies are similar, but Sunset like... Sunset Song? The other yeah, one, right? yeah, but like Long Day Closes, Neon Bible, they're a lot, they're a lot more, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm not into that. Um, they're a lot more harsher. Yeah. And, well, then and they British said it was uh, atypical and, how nice the beginning of the movie is. I was just going to say, or like happy his last two seems. movies are very nice, whereas like, because he had, so Terrence Davies, I don't, do you know about his childhood and everything? It, it was no. pretty rough. Long Day Closing is pretty, uh, like, semi autobiographical. His dad was a hard ass and he was. You know, so but did a quiet passion turn you off to Terrence Davies? No, no, no. Okay, I really, good, no. good. I guess I'll just say, I, I, yeah, but, it made but it don't seem expect like that. I didn't like it. I no, I really like yeah. that. There, he's such a good filmmaker. That's what I told Hannah afterwards. My uh, girlfriend, seems to be fiance, I'm gonna propose this week. Finally, when we go to Maine. Wait, and does she listen to the show? Definitely not. No. Oh, okay. She's listening to the wrong reel okay. when I was on it. Just making sure. <laughs> she, I don't think she listens to the show. She was on in wrong reel. Okay, just, anyway, just making that sure. Anyway, that all being. Uh, that all, that all being said, um, I think there are major flaws of that movie. I think there are several performances that are some of the worst performances I've seen of that year. Mm. 
I don't know, you guys got like some sort of conspiratorial thing going on behind that phone that's making me uneasy. No, it's not about uh, no, no, obviously it's not about me. I hope not. I hope you have more class than that. No, man, come on. But um, especially since we just ran into each other like this. Yeah. But um, I really, I think the performance of her best friend is fucking awful. Her ironic best friend who's supposed to be a subversive type but delivers no, every line. Exactly. Every line is delivered exactly the same Calm way, no yourself. matter how fucking like Calm serious yourself. or sincere the conversation is. Some people no, are like that. This is my personality. I can't calm myself. I get impassioned by these things. But um, but have a quiet passion. And then Emily Dickinson, she gets fucking loud towards the end of that flick. Passion. Emily Dickinson, uh, young Emily Dickinson, is terrible. Just terrible. Somewhat. I don't care. I'm just. No one cares about the small town I'm from. So I love the fact that a quiet passion got four one three. What's your small town? Amherst, Massachusetts, yeah. where Emily Dickinson is was born and raised. Um, um, so. That being said, the CGI transition I was surprised was so fucking good for an indie of that like mm. scale. I couldn't believe they did. I also can't believe no one thought of doing that as a transition scene before that at any point, where like Molly everyone Shannon. ages as the camera dollies yeah. in. Yeah. It's so good. Then they made a new Emily Dickinson movie with Molly Shannon. Wasn't it supposed to be pretty decent also? I, I don't, Carlos said it was good. Carlos said he was interested in watching it like just a day ago to me. Oh, maybe he, maybe I'm creating things in my mind. So you watch Neon Neon Bible, which is about like a small town and this kid like being abused and stuff. And again, that's going back to Terrence Davies' life. That, yeah. yeah, that's why. I, I, yeah, I, I can't stress enough. And the Arcade Fire album, based off yes. of, uh, based inspired by that book and movie. Did you like the movie? Yes, I, I like the movie a lot. I mean, I love Terrence. It, it's weird. You know, I realized last film. year it's a sleeper film that there's only like there were like three Terrence Davies movies that I had. Seen in my life. Are all his movies kind of sleeper films? No. Oh wait. But sleeper film as in like it comes out of nowhere, yeah. right? No, like people like don't talk about it a lot. It was. Yeah. I, th- I I think of sleeper like films of like sleeper hits of like there was yeah. no reason that this should have been. No, a, a, hit. a sleeper yeah. means it's slept on. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and what's the movie he did with Tom Hiddleston and Rachel Weisz? Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue. No, no, wait, not Deep Blue Sea because no. Deep Blue Sea is. Deep Blue Sea. Is, it's just Deep Blue. The Deep Blue. Yeah. Deep Blue. Yeah. Damn, I wrote about that. That's supposed to be really good. It is. It yeah. is. It actually is good. Nice, nice, nice little movie. Speaking of Tom Hiddleston, I just got into Joanna Hogg. Uh, I, well, I, the souvenir you guys mentioned uh, earlier that you haven't seen it, but I, I watched her first movie. You guys seen her first? Any of her movies? By any no, chance? Who, who is Joanna Hogg? So she came out with the souvenir, which was the movie with Tilda Swinton. Oh, does. And the souvenir. lead is no, played by no. Honor, her daughter. Okay. And so I watched her first movie after seeing the souvenir because I liked it so much. What's it the, called? Uh, Unrelated. And so it's the story of a woman who comes to Tuscany to hang out with the family. It's a vacation there. Her husband doesn't come along with her, even though he planned on doing so. And so you kind of slowly... Is that the movie Ralph Fiennes in... No, no, it's with... That's uh, an English patient. No. <laughs> it's... Oh, the uh, Bigger Splash? Yeah, that's what... No, it's not a Bigger Splash. Meatballs 3? Yes. It came out in, like, 2008. She was a TV director for the longest time. She has, like, a bit of that, like, clinical Hanukkah eye to her. Like, she likes... Nice. Static wide, you know, uh, well, tripod shots. You say, you say Hanukkah. Oh yeah, it's very. She also shot on digital video, but like actual DV. Hanukkah her first the holiday. Humor. Yeah, Michael like she's Hanukkah. really into setting everything around those nine, uh, however many days. Those I eight crazy nights. <laughs> eight crazy nights. <laughs> and uh, so her first movie though is Tom Hilson. She introduced Tom Hilson to the world. He's like nineteen or twenty or some shit, and plays like a teenager who a uh, older woman like starts to become a little bit infatuated with. Wow. It's really yeah. fucking good. It's you know it's like La Cienega if it was directed by Hanukkah. Whoa! Or Whoa! By Hanukkah. Okay, you, just, you, you really up the. Oh, you just up the ante. I yeah, gotta go. I feel yeah. like you shouldn't have said that now because I'm I'm expecting. You guys like, have Criterion Channel? No. No. I'm expecting okay. like one of well, the best movies ever. When you La Cienega, uh, Hanukkah, those are. La Cienega oh, is a great movie. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. We both simultaneously went. Whoa! Whoa! Uh oh. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Right, What's well, that movie called? <laughs> unrelated. That's going to be hard Done. to find. I might watch it tonight. Well, it's on Criterion Channel. Um, if you guys... Find, I, I think it's on Amazon Prime. You could probably rent it on YouTube. You could rent most movies yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. YouTube has from like the more than anyone else. But the only thing with YouTube is that you have to pay for most of it. Yeah, probably $1.99. I, I, yeah, which they, isn't bad, yeah. No, it's... What, what's I doubt bucks? that one's expensive, especially, given its uh, quality and age and everything and demand. Yeah, know, she's real dope. I, I, bro- I, bro- I broke my hand, so I've been unable to do jujitsu for a month or two. And my therapist has been convincing me to take the money that I'm not spending on jujitsu and go see some movies this month. 
Smart. I've been seeing a lot less movies because they don't have movie pass anymore. So I just wait for it to come in. But I'm like, oh, let me go see some movies. You know, there's a couple I'm going to watch. What are you looking forward to? I really want to see Pikachu, um, The Mountain. Yeah, definitely. When's The, the Mountain coming out, though? July. Oh, that's soon. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to see The Mountain. Carlo just keeps telling me, since he knows I'm a Paul Thomas Anderson fan, tries to get into my craw. He, uh... <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, the mountain. You should watch it. It's like the master if it was good. And I'm like, all right, oof, come. That's why you see. See, <laughs> I I prefer Port Paul W S Anderson to yes, Paul Thomas no, Anderson. Yeah. I've been hearing some Paul Thomas Anderson comparisons to, to the mountain also, specifically the master. Also. No, I but mean, see, and the then master, I saw the trailer. The master is quite good, but the two movie, out of three people the movie, talking the, share the, their view. The movie after it, the Your one, advice? yeah, that was alright. I have a soft spot for that one. I that's there one will that be I. Blood is a piece of shit. Damn. It's my least favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie, but I won't call, I won't go as far as to call it a piece of shit. I think his best movie. I mean, his worst movie is still other people's best movies, typically. What's his worst movie? There will be my blood? least favorite movie is There Will Be Blood. Technically speaking, we're on a technical aspect. Obviously, it's not his worst movie, but you know, that's picking at you know hairs and whatnot. I watched Sydney or Hard Eight recently, and it's still really good. It holds up. I, like I think movie. it's pretty good. I mean, it's his most like that. And Boogie Nights are very much Martin Scorsese like riffs. Sure. You know. Um, well, well, we don't have to talk about. Also Demi. Also, also Demi. I mean, like the whole first twenty minutes of Hard Eight. And for those of you following me on Twitter, listen carefully. On the original DVD release for uh, for Sydney or Heart Eight, Paul Thomas Anderson goes on and on and on about how he just wanted to emulate uh, the op- the opening first twenty minutes of Heart Eight. He wanted to emulate uh, Melvin Jonathan Demi's Melvin and Howard. Mm. So to the person last year that I still remember who tried to say I made a comparison between Melvin and Howard and Heart Eight because the director, the fucking director of Heart Eight, said I was trying to copy this movie. This guy was like, oh, I think that's a reach. Ever um, since anyway. Paul Thomas Anderson's been famous, he's spoken about Jonathan Demme. Apparently, folks... Uh, at, he's also done Q&As with him. Yeah. He also Demi fucking and hosted Demi. his BAM retrospective. I know, I know, I know. It's just like, God forbid, people be inspired by other people. Yeah. I'm inspired by both of you. Thanks, man. Oh, I really... I, I suggest that you look elsewhere for inspiration. <laughs> Life ain't nothing nice, Miami life At any price, keep my pockets right At the full 
life ain't nothing nice, Miami life. At any price, keep my pockets right. At the polite, Miami life ain't nothing nice, Miami life. At any price, keep my pockets right. At the polite, Miami life ain't nothing nice. Substitute. And I'ma make it known The specialist like Stallone and Sharon Stone Watching your spot get blown You don't even understand I ain't scared of you motherfuckers Bob Doles And see Dolores Tucker What the world needs is less free cheese More white collar J-O-B's These ghetto MPs Stretching fools on the block for crack rock But part of power brokers is getting over Like I'm protecting sex with Oprah Float like a tournament of roses parade Sting like a beat But of course I put my foot so deep in your ass The water in my knee will quench your thirst I got you freshly squeezed Words when 100% Bombay, made for more concentration than Minute made. Renegade, Rob, Rob, Ruckus, nonfiction, me and my can slipping Mickeys and putting hickeys on your chest. I never been seen like the Loch Ness, monster. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. Yeah. Now a word from our sponsor. Miami life ain't any price, keep my pockets right. That's the polite Miami life ain't nothing nice. Miami life ain't any price, keep my pockets right. That's the polite Miami life ain't nothing nice. Miami life ain't any price, keep my pockets right. That's the polite Miami life ain't nothing nice. Miami life ain't any price, keep my pockets right. That's the polite Miami life ain't nothing nice. Miami life ain't nothing nice. Miami life.